Hello and welcome to another episode of the Highly Disobedient Podcast, a podcast by Angelun Dukanwusu dedicated to encouraging Nigerian women and every other group of women to disobey sexist commandments. Welcome. Welcome once again to the Highly Disobedience Podcast with Angel Ndukamwusu. Like I said earlier, this is a podcast for disobedient women, like women who are disobedient in every sense of the word. If you are just hearing my, hearing my podcast or listening to my podcast for the first time, welcome. If you haven't, please subscribe to my podcast. It's available everywhere, I guess. Yeah. So the format of the podcast is like gonna go like this. There'll be once like it's going to be based on seasons. So six episodes per season. This is the first episode where I'm discussing something. The other episode, the, the other podcast that I did, it was basically introducing the podcast. And for those who don't know, this is a feminist podcast. So they are like i'm going against all forms of restrictions so i am going to be swearing i'm going to be cursing if you have a problem with that you can decide to leave now (laughs) so um and for each episode i'll be doing two things i would introduce the subject that i'll be discussing on i may be interviewing someone so you can expect to hear a guest can also tell me the things you want me to discuss and um i would the two things would be a feminist proverb or a feminist fact or a feminist something feminist or just a woman's proverb a proverb related to women in africa then i would talk about a feminist goddess at the end so a feminist proverb or fact and i would talk about a feminist god a goddess so now um before i introduce what we're going to be talking about today I like to introduce myself a little, just for those who don't know, know me. So my name is Angelun Dukanwusu. I am a writer, a poet, an editor, a feminist, and a bunch of other things. And um, I'm the co-founder of Azikos Africa. I'm a blogger. I write. I edit. So if you need editing jobs, if you if you need anyone to edit your work poetry, prose, plays, anything of the sort, I edit. And um, my goal is in this podcast is to just, you know, talk. So, uh, yeah, I want to talk. <laughs> what I'll be talking about today is um, this thing. The importance of owning your name as a woman. I don't... We talk about this, but we, we just, like dance around the topic and it goes away until someone brings up the fact that you know i don't want to answer my husband's name blah 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 blah, blah and the whole tale erupts you know but this is not even necessarily me telling you don't take your husband's name blah 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 although it's kind of a bit like that i'm just saying own your name as a woman whatever last name you have whatever name you have Whatever name you adopt, whatever thing you do, own your name as a woman. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'll start with this. I'll start with um, 
this story that I, I usually I don't know how to explain this thing but it's like there was this babe like she she was like she's, she's go, she was going into music yeah she has an amazing voice I spent some time with her last year and she was asking me what um what name should I give as my stage name and me I was totally blank out of words to I didn't have anything coming to my mind so I said you know what use your name use your current name and she goes and says something like oh what about when I get married (sighs) good so I was like she can't use she said she can't use her name like her name the name that she's actually like let's assume her name was Angelina Kamusu she's not going to use Angelina Kamusu as her last as her stage name because it's going to be difficult for her when she gets married and that's where i realized that that was that was like the moment that i realized that man shit is really real for women so i had to sit her down and tell her that babe why are you organizing your dreams your life your passion around an event around someone why are you not owning your name this is your identity why are you not owning it like why why and she goes yeah well i want to get married and so there's something wrong we wanted to get married but does that mean that you act like your life before did not exist before <laughs> anyway in this name issue to start with in this name issue it's like women change their names in nigeria is it's, it's the norm that when you get married a woman changes her name and even when children are born fathers are mostly the ones who give children their names when naming ceremonies are held it's usually the father who is told who is asked what the child's name is i was once in a church where a baby had been brought to you know if you are familiar with church practices it's like a christening ceremony they brought the child to dedicate the child and the pastor was asking so who like the pastor was just asking what the child's name was and the woman picked up the mic and then he just shut her down like i'm not asking you that i'm not asking you and i felt what the fuck so a woman gives way to a child carries it for nine months does all of that and she doesn't have a right to speak she she's only she's, she's she only be spoken to she can only speak when she's spoken to she can't name her child she you know it's just a messed up way of thinking but i'm even going beyond surnames beyond marriage now you see as women we get erased often we get erased and when you act like your name is temporary the name you're currently answering is temporary and it's 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 psychologically what you're telling yourself is that my life is not real because names are identities names are links to identities and identities are things so like now i'm staring at my bottle of coconut oil if 
my coconut oil bottle did not have a name or if i hadn't given it a name or if it just didn't have a name the truth is it's not real i mean it's there the let's assume the coconut oil bottle was a human being the human being doesn't have a name the human being is the human being is functioning but to everybody you are just inanimate until you have a name you're not going to be considered real you're not going to be considered you know real enough so this idea of girls feeling like they are waiting for they are waiting to get like putting your life on hold not wanting to own the name that you were born with the name that you were given it's like you're saying my life as a human being does not matter my life my my status as a human being is 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 wrong it's not real that's why it, i also that's one of the things i also feel like society does to women is why a lot of women rush into marriage just to get the missus title because it's like then because you're in a man's house laboring you know ensuring his legacy is kept you take on a particular level of realness if that's the word a particular level of um, so, um solidity whereby women who are not married women who are not attached to men women who are not heterosexual women who just do not are not married their lives are not considered worthy because they they don't have you know real names and it's amazing to me how somebody has asked me this question that enjoy you talk so much about names and for the record i don't want to get married you know but let's assume that i wanted to get married i'm not even straight to begin with i'm bisexual yeah i just said that but (laughs) let's assume i did not want to get married let's assume that i wanted to get married would i change my name nope you know why because my name is my identity and practically speaking it's going to be impossible for me to change my name my name is angel unduka musu a hyphenated name what i can't hyphenate his name i have achieved so much under this name and why should i even have to achieve things in order to justify keeping my identity naming is such a huge part of my life because in my practice as someone who practices Igbo spirituality one of the major ways you connect with the, your ancestors is through their names and my practice is very feminine so I pray to my female ancestors I ask them for I ask them to guide me and one thing I noticed is that in trying to get the names of my female ancestors i was getting the names of you know okay let me put it this way so my great-grandmother for example i don't know what her last name was before she became an Uwosu. her name is da ubala Uwosu. the women in my mom's family i knew what their surnames were before they got married so i just incorporated it into my practice and excuse me what was i saying basically women get erased you know 
and in, it's it's also very important that you in Igbo spirituality you know your name you know that you know the name that you were given because for example now my son name is Umosu and the full thing is Umoswala and people named Umoswala are people who their patron deities Allah Allah is the earth goddess so imagine if I did not have this link my practice is not going to mean it imagine if I change my name my identity my practice with Allah is not going to mean anything anymore because it's like I'm severing a link to Allah and Allah from what I know about her she's very particular about names because she's the earth goddess about being rooted to where you're from so it's not even just that it's also in you know women's movement you find out that women's names will be erased the women who participate in every in the whole world in everything that women do side by side with men i always tell you document yourself as a woman your pictures your stories your stories rather where you where you are from write things just document yourself if you i'm not saying everybody should become a writer and you know if you can write a memoir write a memoir the world is the world is 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 very oblivious to women's stories even though in a very before women are doing amazing things but the world just doesn't recognize us and until we take up the mantle and start telling our own stories and start owning our names i keep using that phrase because a lot of women are not owning their names a lot of women are waiting for a man to give them a sense of ownership over their names and someone said oh angel if your dad was trash would you still keep his name and i'm and i've i told the person to be honest fuck that no seriously fuck that undukawosu is my dad yes but at the same time I don't see my last name as my dad's name. I see it as a name I got from my dad. It's a name I share with him. In the sense that it is my name now. For most Nigerian children, it's your dad who gave you your first name. So, if you're not going to change your first name just because your dad was trash or your dad was this or your dad was that. I love my dad by the way. Why are you going to change your last name? Why are you going to feel like, you know, your your name was... It's, it's, it's really ridiculous. So, my name is my name is my name is my motherfucking name. If a man changes his name... Did you see what I just did here? He changes his name. He doesn't change his dad's name. He changes his name. So, why is it only women we place this responsibility on? Because we feel that a woman can never belong to herself. So she's at first her father's daughter, then afterwards she's her husband's wife, never her own entity. And I'm saying that's rubbish. Yes, it is obviously patriarchal that I got my father's name. It's true, it's patriarchal. But it is my name now. And that's the name, that's what, that's the name that I've linked to most of my most of you know my dreams and that's the name that has carried me through this world 
why should I, because I said I do, I would change it. And even if you look at it, because this is an African feminist podcast, you look at it from the African feminist perspective, naming is also very important because in Igbo land, for example, before the advent of colonialism, people were, you know, naming patterns were very fluid. People were identified, women were identified in different ways. In fact, women did not change their names when they got married because there was no need to. Surnames were not a thing. Surnames were not a thing. The, it, it was more of, depending on the occasion, you be identified based on the occasion. So, let's assume I got married to someone. Hmm, which person would I use now? Okay, let's assume I let's assume I got married to Okoro. Yeah, there's nobody I know that's been Okoro. Let's assume I got married to Okoro. I will still be known as Angel, daughter of Unduka. Yeah. In some instances, I would even be known by my mother's name. Angel, daughter of Ugoma. Angel, Unwa Unduka. Angel, Unwa Ugoma. Depending on where you go to. And sometimes, in fact, most times, you were even known by your... Um, what is it called? You were known by your profession. So, if you were a farmer, you'd be known if, like, Angel the farmer, or Angel the blacksmith, Angel the um, hair plater, Angel the this, Angel the that. In some, and also, some households had particular names that were not necessarily male or female. So, you have, in like, my mom's maternal home, right? My maternal, my mom's ancestral home is Izuku. My dad's paternal home, the homestead is Uhuku. It's not a man's name. <laughs> it's not Uwosu. It's not Ono. My mom's maiden name was Ono. When, if she wanted to be, in, like, if it was back then and she needed to be introduced, depending on the occasion, depending on where she was, they would introduce her as Ugoma Onye Ezuku, Unduka Onye Uhuku. So you see, it was fluid. It was white people that brought in this, this the British that brought in this idea of, um, I don't want this thing to be too long. It was the British that brought in this idea of women belong exclusively to men. I don't belong to anybody, but that was their, you know, thinking. And so you get married and all your rights are transferred. The reason I'm saying this is not to shame anyone who took their husband's names i realized that in the world that we live in it's hard to keep your name as a woman i'm simply calling us to think deeply about some of the practices that we hold as normal if we do not have ownership over our uh, over our names which are indirectly our identities then we cannot have ownership over ourselves as individuals in 2020 women are still you know some women still don't have the right to travel without a husband's permission a, a husband still has a husband is still seen as the owner of the wife's body that you will still be asked for permission when you want to insert contraceptives into your body by some people even if you're not going to get married you want to remove something you want to remove your uterus they're going to ask you what about your husband 
your husband is seen as the ultimate person owning your life because they don't recognize your name enough for you to they don't, they don't recognize you as a human being and the reason they don't recognize you as a human being is because you are nameless and you are faceless to them and until you own your name you're never going to do that until we get society to recognize that listen a woman's name is her name is it belongs to her if you want to change your name I, and to be honest i feel like except you change your name because your husband's name means a higher social standing or because you like the name if you change it for any other reason you literally told a patriarchal line but i'm not gonna shame you for it but because i understand that it's difficult like you want to travel with your kids it's difficult where i sort of draw the line is in it's like some women they get married and in the next minute they are posting everywhere mrs b mrs f mrs c mrs this mrs that that'll be like their profile for a whole six months after marriage because they now see themselves as full individuals or some people they get married and they clear their entire instagram or they clear like they just they clear everything and they begin to post from (laughs) they begin to post from the wedding or from the engagement because they feel like that particular life they were living before is not worthy was not real and this is the real this is a new they they'll tell you that is a new beginning but <laughs> they'll tell you it's a new beginning but the truth is they they just don't see their other lives as worthy of being included in this recent one because their husbands don't do the same thing their husbands don't clear their instagram their husbands don't their husbands don't you know you know do all those things men do not men do not change their personalities because they got married or do not you know clear their instagram because they got married but um i really rambled in this episode but i really just want girls to stop waiting to get married before you begin to own your name stop begin to have identities that are not linked to wife of mother of some women in my life i don't know their first names i just know them as this person's wife god forbid that ever happens to me like i really forbid that if you take your husband's name to survive have an identity you are known for outside of him i'm not gonna shame you like i keep saying i won't shame you nigeria is hard but have something you are known for outside of him be intentional about not about making sure that about making sure that you you are not um seen as and i say this because also something just occurred to me i suppose say it's the beginning of the episode the reason i i started to do this podcast was something i remembered my dad so i had this thing i was doing i was writing about my great grandma so in doing that i started interviewing him about the women in my family so my dad could remember all 
the men in their names, their professions, the, you know, he could remember their names. But for the women, he could only remember them maybe as, oh, I remember this woman. She was the wife of so-and-so. She was the mother of this household. He could not remember her own name. He couldn't remember her own name. And it made me wonder at the numerous ways that we get erased as women. So girls, you may feel like, eh, what's in a name? A name has several things. If you're a feminist, you know that most times people argue about, oh, I don't need to identify as a feminist. It's a whole argument. I can just do the work, which is true. But we know that there is a power in identifying as feminists that makes us even claim the label because it means we can we can see each other, we we can recognize each other. So for me, I think if we really want to encourage more women to keep their names, you know, marriage is a fucked up institution, but if we really wanted to encourage more women to keep their names, I think the first thing we should do is that we should make it such that regardless of if you change your name or not, you will be known by one title. I'm pro removing the nonsense that is misses. That misses title, it just demarcates women into how available we are to men. This one is not available to us, not available, no. Even if I were to change my name, do not call me Mrs. Whoever. Don't call me that. I, I hate that title. Mrs. This, Mrs. That. I respect those who have it and I will use it for you. But don't call me Mrs. Call me Miss. You can't even call me Miss Seth because I don't say anything wrong in being unmarried. Call me Miss. So, number one, you see all those, like, stop. Make it such that every woman is known by Miss. Every woman is known by one title. Maybe the under 18 girls will be known by Miss. Then the above 18 will be known by Miss. Then, cause like for men, the men who are below 18, I think I think they are known as mas, as master, I think. Then the men who are above a particular age are Mister. So, why should? It's it's reeks of patriarchy that we are even demarcated based on how available we are to men, whether we are married or not. Anyway, I don't want this thing to be long. Women own your name really own your name just own your name that's all i'll say stop feeling like you your life isn't real stop looking wistfully at the missus title it's only a sliver of respect i call it leftover respect you get leftover respect based on how based on how your proximity to men and it's like they dangle it like dangling something in front of a dog so they dangle that Mrs. Titan in front of you whereby it makes you ignore all the nonsense you go through in marriage just because you are getting a little respect more than your married sisters or even you know this superiority that married women have I saw a tweet person was like oh my god I totally did, I for, I for, I've forgotten how ghetto dating is. Just wait for, wait for, wait for the right one. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sis, fuck you. <laughs> but seriously, 
not every woman has has the strength to not change her name. If you don't change your name, not every woman has the strength to keep her name. So, if you change your name as a woman, can I also feel like like I also feel like in certain instances too, women should also begin to have more say in naming their children. If the husband is Yoruba and the woman is Igbo and the children are going to take their father's name, father's last name, can the children's first names be Igbo? In fact, if to make this thing normal, because people ask, oh, if you take, if you don't take your husband's name, which name would the children answer? Fine, let them answer their father's name or whatever name we decide. But let the let it be understood that it's women who give children their first name so there will be like a sense of balance until we find a solution to this bra or you know what give every child a new last name let everybody have their own identity whereby people don't feel oh my father's name is what is keeping me going or you know that sort of thing people don't have people don't have feel this sort of entitlement to surnames feel this sort of i am um, i'm working on my father's name i'm 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 oh, shit Anywho, girls and boys, no, there's no a boy is listening to this podcast. I don't know, man. Just girls, if your name is Injalundukawosu, please use that name. Use it. Be proud of it. If you decide to change your name, and when when you get married have an identity outside of your husband stop being obsessed with the missus title it's actually a very stupid title yeah i said what i said if for any reason you change your name maybe use an alias or whatever as a writer or anything fine own your name you have every right to a name to own your name to change your name to whatever but just quite ask yourself what are the reasons why i'm doing this thing is it rooted in misogyny? If it's rooted in misogyny, you have to ask yourself why you're doing it. Am I changing my name because I feel like it's going to give me more respect? Am I changing my name because because society has told me that, you know, it misses, this is, you know, that sort of thing. Own your name. If you decide to hyphenate, just be remarkable at whatever you are doing document yourself i keep saying this document yourself with your name be intentional about your name don't let people mispronounce your name if it's an english name you have fine if it's an Igbo yoruba name you have fine if your name is ade is it um well i don't know i'm not yoruba if your name is obianuju own that name obiageliaku own that name say it be proud of it I have an English name. I also have an Igbo name. My Igbo name is Chineyemwa. Own it. Don't be ashamed of your name. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what was that? What did I want to say? I can't remember. So, we've come to... I, I made sure that this thing did not... Ex, okay, it exceeded 30 minutes. But I was... I think the last thing I would say now, the last part of my episode, of this episode, is the 
because I don't know what to say. <laughs> I want this thing to be as intimate as possible, so I'm not even forming or anything. Um, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I would give two facts: a feminist proverb and a feminist goddess. So, on today's feminist proverb, for those of you that don't know, I'm Ibo, and I'm part Arichuku, part Umwa here in Abia State. And in our in Umwa in Abia State, there are some people called India half here. So this proverb is from them. I don't know if it's feminist. You tell me if it's feminist. You re- reply to me. Tell me if it's feminist. And it says, "Ikunna wirego, ikunne wirewa." Let me say it again. Ikunna wirego, ikunne wirewa. It basically means the father's people have the money that is the bright price the mother's people own the child own the benefits of the child Ohafa people are very matrilineal and um, they are very their women are very powerful and very respected and also very feared and um, I think that proverb means basically that it's the mother's people that really that own everything that comes with the child. Father's people just are just are just figureheads in certain things. I don't know. I don't know how to interpret that proverb actually. So that's why I'm even saying it. Then for the feminist goddess, I will be talking on Onwa. Onwa is the evil feminist goddess of time, cycles, and balance. Onwa is the moon goddess. Like that's what it means. Onwa means onwa. How do I put it now? In Igbo, onwa is used for a month. So a month is onwa, but onwa is also the moon. We measure, um, we measure time based on the moon. We operate a lunar calendar. So onwa is the moon goddess. She controls time cycles balance. Like she also. In people, Igbo women used to pray to her for help in, you know, fertility. She's also involved in fertility periods. Me, what I do to her is that I pray to have to remove the spirit of procrastination from me, and I also ask for her balancing in my life and in my periods. No, so yeah, if you listen to the end of this episode, I'm so grateful. Please tell me the things that you wish. Give me feedback. Tell me the things that you wish I can do better in this podcast. Was I rambling too much? Are there things that could have been better? You know, if you want to support this podcast, you can DM me on Twitter as Angel was saying, or you can, you know, just go ahead and send money to me either via Zoom or, um, you know, a girl's gotta eat. That's why I need. I need. You know, money. Yeah. You can donate to me zero two fifty eight eighty three thirty one sixty nine. That's GTB. And um, please subscribe to this podcast. And re- when I post it on Twitter, please retweet. Also, very important, I'm an editor. If you need anything that has to do with editing, 
I'm available. So yeah, thank you so much. Bye.